Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to help you bring more clarity, confidence, and creativity to the concept of performance reviews. Have you ever been uh, someone who's been doing one of these and you kind of dread it because you know people are going to be upset and you got to bring up things that you know they don't want to hear and of course when you bring it up they don't say thank you for sharing they often feel hurt or misunderstood or criticized and get defensive and very few people go you know really looking forward to a performance review now I say very few because there are some there are some people who do a really good job. They're perceived by their supervisor as doing a really good job. So the performance review, frankly, is just an opportunity for uh, us to get there in with them and tell them what a wonderful job they're doing. Hey, maybe tweak some little thing, but that's not the problem. The problem is when you're seeing someone that you're responsible for, you see some behavior that they're doing or not doing that is negatively impacting their performance, you want them to change that behavior in the future. The problem is you are doing a performance review. You are looking at the past. And what I've found is when people look at the past, perception plays a huge role. You've heard the phrase, perception is reality. Well, that can't be more true than in a performance review because often the person you're talking to will perceive their performance one way, you'll perceive it another, and now it just becomes a debate about who's right. So either they're actively telling you they're wrong, they're fighting back in some ways, or they're just sitting back and taking it but feeling ashamed or criticized or resentful in that flight perspective. And the reason that people find themselves in either in a fight or a flight mode when they are kind of at the other end of that performance review and they're being told how whatever they're doing isn't good enough is that that goes to the lower 20% of the brain. For those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know, we've got the brainstem, that's the fight or flight part of the brain. We've got the neocortex, this is where our executive functions, our purposefulness comes from. We've got the limbic system, the middle part of the brain that interprets data and sends it either down to the brainstem or up to the neocortex. Unfortunately, when a person is sitting in a performance review and they're being told they're not enough in some ways, the limbic system interprets that as dangerous, sends it down to the brainstem, and people have a tendency to go into either shame or blame. Both of those are brainstem perspectives. Blame is, I'm looking for somebody else to blame because I don't want to be blamed. That's more fight. Shame is more flight. I must be a horrible person. I don't deserve to live. I can't believe you've hired me. You know, what am I doing wrong? And, and they get into that, you know, situation where they have no confidence in themselves. Neither one of those is really effective because, again, you're coming from this lower 20% of the brain. Learning, improvement, purposefulness, awareness, clarity, confidence, creativity come from the upper 80% of the brain. So here's what I suggest we do. Let's turn a performance review into a performance preview. If indeed behavior is what you're trying to change in the future, let's not look to the past where different perspectives may be the problem. Let's focus on the future and how their changing certain behavior is going to be good for them. In my <coughs> seminars, I have uh, three parts of my system. First part is how do we shift from the brainstem to the neocortex so we're accessing our best. 
Second part is how do we stay there so we don't find ourselves falling back down into the brainstem? How do we live in this upper 80% of the brain? And the third part of the system is how do we deal with other people? How do we get them to shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain? I've got a six-step process that I teach people. Step number one, we as the person who is doing the performance review, we've got to be in this upper 80% of the brain. We've got to be purposeful, we can't be upset, we can't be defensive, we can't be angry, we can't be hungry, we can't be tired, because we've got to be able to stay up here even though they may be in the brainstem. Number two, we're not trying to stop their negative behavior, we're trying to bring out their best. I know for some people that's not a big distinction, but when you're trying to stop someone's negative behavior, they're often hear that as criticism and get defensive. But when you're asking yourself the question, okay, who are these people at their best and how can I bring that out? That's a whole different mindset, both in terms of how you are bringing your communication to the performance of you and how they're perceiving it. Number three, they have a perception about reality. You want to partner with that perception. If they believe they're doing a good job and are really proud of that, you want to partner with a part of them that is proud of doing a good job. So if there is some misunderstanding about how that's being perceived, help them change that perception in the future so they can be now seen as the person that they already see themselves as. That's a big difference between, no, you're wrong, you're not doing that, and you need to change. Partner with their perception. Now, even if they see that, hey, you know, they're giving themselves like a lower score in some area and you would give them a higher. Okay, what that tells them, it tells you is, okay, they have an awareness that this aspect needs improvement. It may not be as bad as you see it, but it does speak to what they already believe is true. Anytime you're talking with someone, start with what they already believe is true. You don't have to agree with it, but you have to know what it is because if you want to influence someone, you always start with what's influencing them. Number four, they have to know that you understand them and that you have the best of intentions for them. I call it, they need to know you get it. <laughs> So they need to know that you're there to help them be seen by the organization in this positive way, get a promotion, get a raise, whatever it is they're wanting, they've got to, under, got to, they've got to know that you understand what's going on in their life and they see you as an ally, not an adversary. Number five, and here's where most people mess up. It's called, we have a tendency to focus on the problem in the past. It just becomes a who's right debate. I encourage you, when you know the qualities you want to bring, when you know what you want to bring out, when you found out what's important to them, when they know you get it, you now ask a neocortex question. A neocortex question is always a question about the solution in the future, generally never about the problem and the past. So you turn a performance review, looking at the past, trying to somehow impact the future, to a performance preview so you can take whatever needs to change in a way where they now are seen as the valuable person that they see themselves as already and put that in place. Number six, if there are problems that need to be solved, some logistical situation, some resource situation, then you tackle that. But now they have shifted from their resistant brain to their receptive brain. They see you as an ally. You're talking about the kind of behavior you want in the future. You're now on the same page because both of you want the same thing. This is one of the things I teach when I go to organizations. And by the way, if you'd like me to go and teach this to your organization, show your leaders, your supervisors, your managers, how to help people kind of shift from that preview focus on the past, I mean, review focus on the past to the preview focus on the future, 
just go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in, and I would love to come and talk with you about that. But here's the thing. We're looking at the science of why performance reviews don't work, why nobody likes to do them, and why few people like to have them. We're turning them into previews where both parties are focused on what both parties want. That engages a very different part of the brain. If you want me to come do that with your organization, just go to my website. Love to do that. In the meantime, here is to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.